Listen. Yeah, everybody wants change. Don't nobody want to change, though. Don't nobody want to pray. Tell they got something to pray for. Now everybody's gonna die. But don't everybody live, though. Sometimes I look up to the sky. I wonder, do you see us down here? Oh, Lord. with part two of the highly anticipated, at least by me, uh, episode of our three-part Road to Ragnarok series. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, um, Ragnarok is coming up in a day from the time that we're creating this podcast, which is tomorrow, actually. Uh, and we are so looking forward to it. we got a group of people that are going to experience it. Uh, Thursday at, uh, I think, 7 o'clock uh, in what we call our luxury theater because you can recline the seats. <clears throat> now, uh, it's awesome when you can have a great theater experience. We used to, we used to, uh, you know, get a bunch of people and we go down and we stand in line for three hours uh, so that we could get good seats and we can be up front uh, for all these movies. Um, but if you haven't listened to our podcast before, uh, we touch on a lot of science and based on science, time is passing and we're getting old. So we don't do that anymore. I mean, we got to get up the next morning. We can't go down there at midnight and, you know, or actually go down there at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock waiting for the midnight release of the movie, uh, that's two hours long or two and a half hours or whatever it is and then we want to talk about it for like half an hour and then we got to get up and go to work the next morning we can't roll that way anymore thank god uh no pun intended because this is a series about gods thank god that they've started instead of just midnight they do like seven eight nine o'clock showings depending upon where your theater is and at our theater we can reserve the seating which more theaters are going to, even ones that don't have comfortable recliners, they're going to reserve seating so people don't have to stand in line. When you buy your tickets, you can pick the seats. And I think we picked like a row for this. We have probably about two rows for uh, The Last Jedi, whole other podcast coming up down the road. But in this podcast, we're continuing our On the Road to Ragnarok series. Uh, so while we were at the gym, we were talking about not just our expectations for this series, but since this series, uh, this movie, Thor Ragnarok, touches on, you know, this war of the gods. We've been talking about, um, you know, gods. We talked about, uh, you know, Hela, the goddess of death and death overall in our last episode. In this episode, um, I want to do a little bit of a, a disclaimer. Not a disclaimer, but a warning and a disclaimer. One, we're not trying to bash any religion. But the movie is about gods. Uh, so we were talking about gods and things that have been done, horrific things in the name of a god, in the name of a deity. And we're not bashing any religion, but we're talking about historical events that have actually taken place. So don't hate on us because we bring up a historical event that has taken place. Uh, something horrific or horrible that was done in the name of a God. And we didn't even touch on, you know, the people that have blown up 
abortion clinics in the name of God or, uh, you know, white supremacists who go out and say this is what the Bible says or any of that stuff. But we did bring up some stuff that may make you cringe a little bit. But in the midst of the conversation, we're also talking about staying true to who we are, you know, comic book uh, scenarios, how this impact comic book arcs and all that stuff. So I just wanted to let you know that this is a talk about religion. Uh, it is a talk about things done, horrific things done in the name of a deity or a God. Um, there were some comic book references because there have been some horrible things done in the name of a deity uh, or a God. And I kept, I kept wanting to bring up Black Adam uh, because although he didn't do horrific things um, in the name of a God, uh, he thinks of himself as a god, although he is a man with the powers of a god. So he thinks of himself as a god. And although he did horrific things, uh, what we end up seeing in one of the comic book arcs is him taking over a nation. But he also does horrific things to protect the people in his nation. Uh, we didn't go there. Uh, great uh, god, um, uh, comic book arc for Black Adam. In any case, uh, just wanted to give you fair warning. There might be some spoilers um, as we talk about the trailers. We haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, there were some for me. Uh, actually, that had more to do with my memory issues than anything else. But again, age. Uh, there were some spoilers and things that I wasn't expecting to see in the movie that Corey kind of blurted out. It's all good, though. It's all good. Uh, but here you go. As we talk about things, horrific and horrible things done in the name of a deity or a god, up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. Yeah, I agree. So this particular podcast is uh, continuing from the one I did last week in our Thor Ragnarok road to Thor Ragnarok series but this is an all quarry type deal so I'm going to let him do the lead in and what brought this about so with Thor we wanted to talk about gods and we wanted apologies I was rudely interrupted we wanted to talk about gods in general not just the one God, but we wanted to talk about things that were done, horrible things that were done in the name of a God, which in terms could mean any religion, any God, anything along those lines, just things that were done horribly in that nature. And with me wanting to start out going first, the one that I'll bring up first will be the Crusades. Crusades were done predominantly by your Catholic sects and essentially run-of-the-mill Christian sects. And the purpose of the Crusades was to kill the sinners, essentially, which included many, many, many Muslim people, pagans, as they went across the European nations and just pillaged and murdered in the name of the Almighty God. Uh, apologies, I don't have accurate data on or dates of when they occurred, but that was the gist of what the Crusades was. Just Google Inquisition. Crusades. 
Oh, crusade. Google no. crusade. Inquisition is a Spanish is a Spanish it's thing. A Hispanic thing. Google the crusade. You'll you'll see. It's an important thing, and one thing that's interesting about the crusades is I forget what pope what pope it was that actually apologized for the crusades, saying that there was wrongdoing t- taking place, which of course was true. And with that note, I'm going to pass this on for our next topic. Corey, finish the Crusades. Okay. Yeah, so, you did the Crusades. I've just been handed the phone. Okay, am I holding it the right way? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, so, well, Floyd mentioned the Spanish Inquisition. Um, not terribly different from the Crusades. Uh, church-sponsored campaign of essentially violence and torture perpetrated by the cardinals of, again, the Catholic Church, predominantly in Spain, but over all parts of Europe. Um, In the, gosh, what was that one, the 1700s? I don't have the dates handy. I I suppose I can Google it real quick, but... Essentially, along the same lines of convert or die uh, and be tortured until you confess your sins and convert to their religion, which, as many of you know, is not a thing that is sponsored by the Bible or directed by any sort of religious teacher in the Bible. Just something that the church at the time found itself involved in. Um, yeah. Floyd's up, so I'd call him the thing back to Corey. Or did you want to say uh, something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and before anyone starts throwing the fit and says, "Why are you guys all hating on the Christian God?" We're not. There's other stuff coming up. Uh, and again, this is all semi-related to Thor Ragnarok because last episode I talked about goddess Hela and everything that was done in her name by Thanos. And on the DC side, although many people don't know this, Dark Side is a demigod. And in his quest for universal power, he actually, uh, not only does he have all the people on his planet, Apocalypse, just go out and kill and do whatever in his name, uh, he also invaded Themyscira took on all of the Amazons because he wanted them to give him power to take over the gods of Olympus because he wanted their power. So this isn't just a, a, hey, why, you know, Christian religion thing. It's just that when there are super powerful deities, say that again? We just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, when there are super powerful deities and people worship them, uh, they can do things in their name, even if that super powerful deity doesn't say, this is what I want you to do in my name. It happens, and we're talking about it. And here's Corey again. I just wanted to quickly fact-check myself. I said I was way off. I said 1700s for uh, Spanish Inquisition. is actually 1478 that it started, so I was only off by about 200 years. Just 200. <laughs> just, just a couple and centuries. It was predominantly confined to Spain, but also the Spanish territories in North, Central, and South America. Okay. So as uh, Floyd stated, I want to talk about the mu- Muslim culture and Muslim uh, Islam in general. I wanted to talk about the nature of, of a jihad in general. 
with jihads being a literal text from uh, the Quran being a holy war. And the one reason I like to bring that up is is you have things that get misconstrued. Now, I'm obviously not a practicer of, of Islam or, or a very, very religious individual to begin with. Um, but obviously the one main so-called jihad that stands out in, in most people's eyes was obviously 9-11. So 9-11 was done in their God's name, which you can actually hear them say that on the black box calls or, or the black box recordings. I'm not going to put those on here, obviously, because I don't want to listen to them, but I did back when they first were revealed. So a, a jihad in Muslim and essentially Islam. I don't want to say Muslim. Muslims are more of a culture. Um, practitioners of Islam are typically about peace, but you have your very, very extremist sects like ISIS and things along those lines that are doing all these horrible things in a God's name, saying that their God wills this. Um, maybe one day we can get a practitioner of Islam on the podcast. That'd be awesome. I would love to talk to them. So, and I just wanted to point out too and reiterate that even though there are people doing bad things in the name of a God or a deity, the deity may not have said, go forth and do this. In some cases, the deity may have said, yeah, world dominance at any cost, kill them all, dark side, uh, <laughs> Thanos, who ends up killing up. You know, it's really cool. I hope they show this in Infinity War where he takes and kills half the universe. Well, I don't hope they show it. That he, just, he did not just kill half the universe. He erased it. He from erased existence. them from existence. That's what I meant. So, no, I did not just you call can't for. Come back from being dead. You can't come back from being dead, but I did not just call for killing half the people in the universe. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> what I meant to say was it'd be cool if they show how he eliminated half the people in the universe from existence. In any case. Uh, so a lot of the, the problems that come about, going back to a real-world perspective, is when people do things in the name of a deity, that if people um, are claiming, hey, I'm doing this in the name of the deity, then everyone else looks and says, well, that's what that deity is about. So if someone else comes along and tries to do something good, they're like, hey, that doesn't, doesn't balance out. So I'm going to hand it back to Ben. Okay. I'm not sure I have much more to add. I mean, <laughs> I, I have one more. Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and I'll comment on yours if I if anything comes up. So this one isn't gonna, is going to be pretty short. What I want to talk about going way back to your Sumerian, your Incan, your Mayan cultures. Human sacrifices. Human sacrifices, which they practiced regularly. People were disemboweled. And who knows what else to appease the gods basically just because the sun was setting and they wanted the sun to come back up the next day something as simple as that and I really don't have much to share about it but imagine you know those it was typically women 
women, uh, it was mostly women that were sacrificed. Or children. Women or children, disemboweled, still alive. I'll hold it while you <laughs> They were still alive. Yeah, there's no peaceful disembowelment. And sometimes, if we go to like the early Hawaiian cultures, people were thrown into volcanoes to appease it. And I always thought it was interesting that the early cultures, no matter what, they thought something was coming from the sky. And if we didn't appease it, it would be a problem. And on that note... So I have questions, even though weeks ago, months ago, when Corey came up with this topic, he said I'm not allowed to ask questions. I didn't say you could ask questions. I just might not be able to answer them. Okay. Um, so, here's my thing. Um, if said deity doesn't exist, or even if it does, but the people around the people doing the bad thing, if people A are doing something in the name of a, a deity, right? People B see people A doing it. People B don't believe in the deity of people A, does that just mean that people B see people A as just mass murderers? Pretty much. I mean, any of the religious violence that's taken place over the centuries, the millennia, basically were between different people groups that had different beliefs. And, you know, you can look into the Old Testament just to see warring nations and what people does, just exacting their vengeance on each other because of sheer hatred. What does your logic tell you in your head? Well, I guess my question is, so if I see you out doing something in the name of a deity, and I am a staunch, 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 staunch. hardcore, <laughs> non-pronouncier, a hardcore believer in the fact that your deity does not exist, then, from my standpoint, you are just a psychopath, psychopath or mass murderer. If we're talking about the murders that were committed uh, yeah. or sacrificing people, yeah. What, what are you? What, what are you getting at here? Just clarifying the point. Yeah, yeah just no, clarifying okay. the point. Or just everybody's crazy. I mean, that's an option too. <laughs> now, here's the other point. If I am a believer in, let's say, deity A, you're a believer in deity A. You go out and you massacre however many people because you think that's what Deity A wants. I am like, hey, that's not what Deity A says. We're both holding the manual of Deity A. And Ben, who is not a believer in Deity A, uh, what's, what's his perspective going to be? How does he know which Y'all one people of us are crazy. is telling the truth? Neither well, he, I would think he'd think neither one of them are telling the truth. see that in... Look at how many right sects there are of, of different religions because of dis, because of dissimilar beliefs. Oh yeah, I mean you have denominational differences within a religion. Uh, There's all you're always going to have extremists. And you also have yeah, well I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's the extremists that are the believers in deity A that go out and do these horrible things, even though you know 99% of believers in Deity A don't think that what you've done is right, but now you're right. If I look at all 100% of you, all I can see is 
the face that's presented me, which is the one percent who's going out and doing terrible things. So it's hard to. But no one even looks at the people that are doing all the good things. Right. Well, that's and that will lead so us into our next topic. Well, that's for another time. It is for another time, but we will be doing a podcast on the exact opposite of good, good things in history that were done in a god's name. All right, so I am. I think you should share one. Okay. All right, so let me let me close out with this portion because um, I cannot speak for the Mayans. No one can speak for the Mayans. I said for the, not to the. Well, they're a dead culture. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot speak for Islam because I haven't studied their text. But I can speak for the historical things done in the name of the Christian God that were done bad. And from a biblical perspective, um, and of course, I don't remember which pope came and apologized for all that stuff, but the whole concept of. John Paul. John Paul? It wasn't okay. That long ago. Okay. The whole concept of convert by conquering is not biblical. Uh, Jesus' concept was convert through love and through um, showing the love of Christ to others. Um, from an Old Testament perspective, um, there's the, the, you know, well, God sent the Israelites out and said, kill all these people in the land. That wasn't a convert by conquering. That was God saying, hey, I kept this land for you guys. You're supposed to be my descendants who I gave it for, but all these other people came in and took it. If you want it, then you've got to go take it back. And he even set precedence for if the people want to stay there, then they have to stay there acknowledging that you're sovereign over the land and they are not because my original tenant was to give it to you. Kind of like if you leave a property for... Your grandson, squatters come in, you know, you're going to call in the police and have them moved off the land. Or if they're going to stay there, I don't know, maybe you rent them a room or charge them rent or whatever because it's your land. Uh, but there was never a conquer them and force them to submit to God's will thing, uh, Old Testament or New Testament. But the human aspect is always to take by force. And that's where that comes into play. Um, and again, I can only speak from a biblical Christian perspective. Um, the human aspect of fight, take, this is mine, uh, is always going to be in conflict with God's perspective of turn the other cheek. And if they smack it, give them the other cheek as well. And uh, peace first uh, to allow God's will to be done. In any case, uh, on a side note, this Thursday, uh, depending on when you're hearing this, is Thor Ragnarok. We're going to head out to see it, and we will probably add... Actually, we'll, we'll just throw it in now. So all in this podcast, what are our expectations for Thor Ragnarok? Well, I read somewhere that it was the best-reviewed Marvel movie of all time, which I find a little hard to believe because the first Avengers and all the Captain Americas were awesome. You know, 
Thor's always been the weakest link, I feel like, of the Avengers universe, but I have to say, uh, they basically looked at all their other properties and said, people love the Hulk, people love the interplay between Hulk and Thor, because they're kind of two big, dumb bruiser guys that have like a comrades in arms thing going on. And they also kind of aesthetically made it look like Guardians of the Galaxy with sort of some retro 80s uh, graphics and music and lots of comedy spaceships, that kind of thing. So I'm excited about it. I think it looks pretty funny. All the previews I've seen have made it look really funny. And uh, going into it with, you know, optimism, so. I pretty much feel the same way as Ben. Uh, it does seem like they copied the... Um the formula for Guardians of the Galaxy because it was doing so well. And, you know, as much as I wish they could do a proper Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk and uh, uh, what was it? World War Hulk, I think is what it was called. I, I don't think we're going to get that, but I do think this is the closest that we're going to get. Um, uh, if you've seen the trailer, I know we're going to get see also some glimpse of Doctor Strange in this. And I think it's going to be really cool to see Doctor Strange interact with other heroes. Which a lot of people seem to forget about, but it was in both trailers. You get to see Doctor Strange in there. Um, I didn't watch the trailer. That was a spoiler for me. Me too. Dude! <laughs> you made the agreement that if it's in the trailer, I can talk I about it. I so I did not know that that was in the trailer at all. But you saw the ending credits scene in Doctor Strange, didn't you? Yeah. And who did he talk to? He was talking to Thor. I pay attention to the after credit scenes in the movies. The other people do not. When was he talking to Thor about? It was after Doctor Strange. He taught. He was talking to Thor in the very end of it, in the after credit scene. Where were they? Were they standing? They were in um, his his um, study room. What was he talking to Thor about? He was talking about his brother Loki. He wants to go find Loki. Oh, I do not remember. And he has a beer mug. And he has a beer mug, and he's constantly filling it as he drinks. You better go to YouTube and figure this out because you guys aren't paying any attention. Well, we understand which of the three of us actually pays attention to the movies. No recollection. I don't even. What happened? What? I'm gonna have to go look for that because I don't remember that at all. There was also a scene in Doctor Strange. Uh, I heard these guys on another podcast talking about where he had an apple that he was eating and he kept making the apple once he ate it. Well, when he was first playing with the Eye of Agamemnon yeah. or whatever, like there was an apple on the desk. I don't think he was eating it. He was just aging it and then re... re, re okay. Yeah. They were like, he kept eating the apple and oh, hold that thought. Well, once you showed it to me, I do remember the beer thing and he's like, yeah. So, okay. So once again, okay. we know who actually pays attention to these things. It's Corey. It is Corey. Okay. The one who's been reading comics for (laughs) Anyway, uh, so I'm expecting, I was going to say, some surprise people in Thor. It's just slightly less of a surprise. Yeah. I'm just incredibly excited to see Jeff Goldblum. I I also want to see the extent of Hela's powers. I want to see her tied to, if she ends up being tied to Thanos. I'm hoping she's as, tied to the Soul Gem. She might be, yeah. But I want to see if she's tied to Thanos, if that's how they bring him in, if they do that Lady Death or Goddess of Death love connection. And love I, connection. 
I just want to really see this point towards the how many November, December, January, February? May? No. What am I doing? No. Um, Black Panther is like three, three. No, Black Panther's in February. Yeah. Are they coming out with three movies next year? Yeah. Black Panther's in February. Infinity War's in May. And then what's next? Captain Marvel? No, she's 19, isn't she? What's after? I don't know what's after. Oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Which is going to be awesome. So I am just excited to see this point towards... I am still disappointed in the villain from Black Panther. Black Panther? Slightly different Black Panther? Yeah. Instead of Gorilla... You know what, they could have, but with people getting thrown under the bus for racial this and sexual that, they said, we got to steer clear. And so they just make a clone? Yeah. Uh, uh, Black Panther versus slightly gold Black Panther. <laughs> yep. Yep. Rather than movie delay due to racism outcry. I mean, yep. what possible racism can there be involved with white gorilla? Yes, please I can, enlighten us. Okay. Have you ever heard white gorilla in a sentence like... Well, considering that black people were often referred to as monkeys, the whole gorilla thing probably wouldn't be a like good... White gorilla clan, like... That could be like, hey, I could see... <laughs> I don't even want to say this, but I could see people complaining. Are you saying that black people are gorillas? I could also people see people complaining, saying... Are you saying that black people aren't good enough to be black gorillas? That they got to be white gorillas? Or that white people are, or that white is inherently evil? So well, they, white, they black, better never. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I'm just saying they, they better never do a movie about the city of gorillas in from DC. They already did. But, a movie? but they're actual gorillas. None of them are men dressed as gorillas. No, white gorilla was a big black guy who had on a gorilla fur. That's all he was. They should just come up. They should just have a villain called the Cracker. <laughs> Screw like, it. He's but, like, he uses a whip big. or something, and he just like dropping all sorts of white guy lines. Well, let's just go big if we're gonna do it. Well, that's why. Jeez, that's the. That's why they're not doing it, cause you. You, you can't. You just can't. <laughs> so we're just gonna get like a Mary Sue villain. I don't know. I mean, claws in it. But I am still. I just want to see them point Thor Ragnarok and start tying up some stuff. And I do want to see, because I can't see the soul gem coming up in Black Panther, but it could. That's the rumor. Black Panther's supposed to really set the stage for Infinity War, they said. They said there's going to be more lead-up in that movie than in any other single movie to date. So, Which, I don't know what to expect from that. Yeah, other than Wakanda is so foreign from normal world that it ties into the greater and, universe. And, and what we have Gollum and Bilbo. <laughs> yeah. Together again. The Tolkien white guys. I love that. <laughs> I don't know. Was that racist? Huh? Was that racist? I, I, I can't tell anymore. It's hilarious. Well, that is true. After that, what, what do we what do we jump into after uh, Black Pan- Black Panther? We go straight to Infinity War after that, don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. That's There's... why the lead up's gonna be big. Well, we're all skipping over Justice League, which saddens me to what no end. Skipping over Justice League. It saddens me to no end. I'm listening to see it opening weekend. I will see it when I can see it. But uh, which is supposed to be from the DC crowd so far, no spoilers, but they have said it is way better than Wonder Woman and that it should make Marvel take notice 
It's from the DC crowd. I haven't, I haven't watched any more trailers or anything, but... Well, didn't uh, didn't DC just go out and say that they're not going to try and entangle their universe like, like Marvel did? They did. And then they went out and said, um, we're going to have multiple universes. And then they said, we're going to have all the universes. And they said, no Batman movie. Then we're going to have a Batman trilogy movie. Up their mind. Yeah, I know. They I don't, don't think... They don't know what they're doing, and I think they're trying to wait and see what happens with Justice League, which they're killing it on animated ones. I want to see Injustice animated. I was describing it to my daughter, to Fallon, and I was telling her that... Well, I was telling her that for you guys who have not seen or played the game or read the comics, you can pause this or go to the bathroom and come back. But has out long enough. I mean, I can tell the story. Yeah. Well, no, I was telling her that um, the Joker tricked Superman into killing Lois Lane, who was pregnant with his baby, and by her death, blowing up Metropolis. And my daughter was like, that's horrible. And I was like, yeah. Joker is horrible. I was like, yeah. And that's why Superman ripped his heart out and then just went on a... Just one time, the Joker can finally say that he won. He won because he broke the Boy Scout. Because Superman killed the Joker by forcing his arm through his body as Batman actually tried to stop him. And one of the one of the big quotes from Injustice that I really like is Superman and Batman are talking about Batman... Has he ever wanted to kill him? Why didn't he kill him? And, and Batman goes, "Because every time you do, every, once you kill someone, it gets easier every single time." Well, well the movie Batman didn't get that memo because he straight up machine guns like twenty dudes. Well, Injustice, Bat, Injustice, uh, Superman totally killed a 14, 12 year old boy. He also slammed this guy so hard, I'm surprised the stunt double didn't break his neck. The way he slammed him, like, on his neck, it was... Oh, I'm talking about awesome. Superman and Injustice. He killed well, Billy Batson. Well, also, um, Superman, and if we're talking about things, evil things done in the name of a god, who Superman is godlike, but he's not a god, half the Justice League went off, and they went on a, a reign of dictatorial whatever, to the point where uh, the Green Lantern Corps had to come in and say enough, but the Yellow Lantern Corps under Sinestro stepped in and said, uh, we're going to back Superman because we want chaos and anarchy anyway, so yeah, and on that note, final thoughts before we close out, bad things done in the name of a deity? One of the things about Injustice that when I talked about how Superman killed Billy Batson, Billy Batson, Billy Batson is is Shazam, and he's a 12-year-old boy, and it shows this scene where Superman just uses his laser vision and just pierces it right through his head, and it was one of the, one of the most intense things I've seen in a, in a just that Superman do. Um, but yeah, in closing, we're gonna go see the Thor tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> On that note. On that note.